Money FM 89.3, the best of your money. Money and me on your money, only on Money FM 89.3. U.S. Bitcoin ETFs racked up $4.6 billion in volume in the first day of trading. The race is really on for market share. All eyes are also on how low fees can go and those bid-ask spreads. On the 10th of January 2024, historic moment, the SEC approving 11 proposals from issuers including BlackRock, Fidelity and Van Eck, amongst others, to launch those spot Bitcoin ETFs. The price of Bitcoin since October up 70% as crypto investors speculate on the broad use of Bitcoin ETFs and whether or not they'll drive up demand for the cryptocurrency. Now, some analysts think that these new ETFs may help stabilize crypto prices, providing an avenue for regulation. Others remain concerned on many fronts, for example, that the broad use of crypto ETFs could put too much risk and volatility into retirement accounts. So what's next for Bitcoin ETFs and could there be more innovative products to come first. Let's look at this particular historic moment. My next guest thinks that many are underestimating the long-term ramifications of the SEC greenlighting these spot Bitcoin ETFs. Nirgunan Tirichelvam is Head of Consumer and Internet at Aletheia Capital Equity Research. Nirgunan, good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? Doing really well. Why do you think most are underestimating the significance of this approval? Michelle, do you remember the 16th of November 2004? Vaguely, there's some gold glimmering there, I think. Absolutely. That was the day that the gold ETF was launched. Not many people remember that date, except for you. But that was a very significant moment in the development of asset allocation and capital markets. Because for the first time, you could trade gold like you were trading a stock. Before that, you had to physically buy gold. You had to buy jewelry. You had to buy a gold bar and find a way of storing it and insuring it. Here, you could just click and buy gold. The same thing will take place with Bitcoin. Bitcoin will no longer require you to set up an account with uh, an intermediary or to set up uh, one of these uh, cold accounts. You could just be trading it through an ETF. I'm glad you brought that historic moment up as point of comparison because I want to ask you, can we really compare Bitcoin to gold when even though the, an ETF is a wrapper for gold, the underlying um, asset gold has undisputed use cases in medicine, in aerospace, in electronics, and unlike Bitcoin, I can hoard my gold. Is it fair comparison? There are some important similarities between Bitcoin and gold. <laughs> for one thing, both assets are, uh, are, do not provide you with interest income. The other is that they, apart from the use of gold jewelry and some uh, limited com- commercial uses, there's no actual usage mm. in the normal economy for both Bitcoin and gold. But the most important similarity, and this is why both asset classes need to be taken seriously by retail investors, mm-hmm. is that they are non-correlated. They're not correlated with the equity markets and the bond markets, and it's an important source of diversification. The basic message is that you can improve your returns over a long period by holding diverse assets. Don't put all your eggs in one basket, and by virtue of the Bitcoin ETF, 
you have an avenue to diversify your risk that did not appear prior to this development. Good point on diversification. Now, what are some of the ways that investors can gain exposure to Bitcoin? Remember those days when you could only access a Bitcoin futures ETF. So now people are asking, will the spot ETF, because, uh, you know, it can track... Uh, the it, because it can track Bitcoin so much more closely, um, they're a better proxy than a future-based fund, and they likely have lower fees. People are wondering whether spot Bitcoin ETFs will existentially threaten the old funds, put them in danger. But also, maybe more broadly, you can talk about the ways that investors can now gain exposure to Bitcoin. That's correct. Uh, there are many ways with which, which you can get exposure to Bitcoin. To answer the latter of your questions, mm. you can buy Bitcoin ETFs, but there are also there are crypto exchanges such as uh, Coinbase that are listed on the stock market. In uh, Abu Dhabi, there was a very successful listing of a crypto mining company, which rose 30% in value on the first day itself. It's called Phoenix. There are a wide, wide array of listed proxies for Bitcoin. But if you just want to play uh, Bitcoin itself, the Bitcoin ETF opens an avenue for investors that did not exist earlier. All right, let you have the last word. What, what are you thinking as you look at volumes on the first day of trading of these U.S. Bitcoin ETFs? 4.6 billion. The, the volumes were very respectable. In fact, they were more than respectable. They showed the strong uh, energy behind uh, this asset class. What was particularly interesting was that there was no sell-off on the development because the Bitcoin has been running up in anticipation of this development. But even when it actually materialized, uh, the, the, the product continued the asset class continued to rise. No selling off. So some stability already being seen in the market. Nirgunan, always great to speak with you and to have your energy here with us on the show. Thank you for being here. You're most welcome. Nirgunan Tirachalva, I'm Head of Consumer and Internet, Alethea Capital Equity Research. I'm Michelle Martin. You're with me here on Money and Me. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.